Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Mm, I can't think of anything. <laughs> and Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Mardi Gras stylies, my I'm throwing the beads over here. Hey, hey. So, okay, throwing the beads, that sounds good, but why would you can call me out by... So Paul Simon's a New Yorker, and then yeah. he made a South Africa themed album. Uh huh. I just don't see why that. I song- just, I just feel like those horns are the horns, Mardi yes. Gras stylies. You're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> to me, to me, I've never you know, been to it, Mardi Gras. All we ever see is a sax, but I'm hearing brass in there. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. Sure. You don't think that Chevy Chase was really playing that saxophone in that music yeah. video? Hey, did you know Chevy <laughs> Chase was? Uh, the drummer in uh, Steely, Dan. Steely Dan for a little bit, like the early before they were like uh, making records and stuff. Yeah, because he went to Bard and they went to Bard. Bard, you went to Bard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay, that checks out. Yeah, huh. we should go to Bard, huh? I did an open house. I took a little tour of Bard one time, but I said no. Ithaca College for me. I'm gonna say yeah. Bard is in Maine. Am I right? Hudson Valley, New York, upstate. Ooh. What am I thinking of? You're probably thinking of a lobster trap. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The one I couldn't get into. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get in. <laughs> oh, guys, you know, we a little update. We did the horse neck last week. Did we ever? Delicious. Oh, yeah. And I, I on that uh, episode, I claimed when I had people over, I was going to make that because it's a fun, easy drink. I had people over for the Super Bowl. I did that. I'm oh, making drinks oh. for them. Did they like uh, it? Oh, yeah. You know what I learned? What I couldn't articulate, Tim, why it's not a five-star Stone Cold Classic for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Stone Cold Classic's back. Sure. Is in a mixing scenario, in a mixology scenario, I'm always going ginger beer over ale. Give me that sweet. Give me that spice. Give me that carbonation. Everything Something nice. nice. I bet you if I made a horse's neck with beer instead of ale, it would be five stars for me. Uh, of course, ginger beer is going to be better than ginger ale, but don't you like the ease? Don't you like the idea that Not you could just... of course. Tim, no. Take that gun and a little bit of... And you're like, that's not a little. given. That is, that's not a given. I'm an ale over beer freak. Okay, Fanatic. but what do you like better? 
ginger ale from the gun or Angostura bitter, bitters. <laughs> or do you like yeah. a little, a little? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, is that the gingy? That one's Bud Light next, baby. <laughs> Our new sponsor. I couldn't tell. Forgo the whole thing. <laughs> How do you do that, Jeff? You put you slap your tongue on the bottom of your mouth, and you, you shape your mouth. Here's me trying. <laughs> Tim, hold on. Timothy. Well, I was trying to put your pants on. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Um, and, well, Hanford, you mentioned the uh, Super Bowl, which was uh, last week, and uh, didn't it felt like they came on real strong with the Bud Light next promos. Uh, and it was funny to me that they were they were doing that Gen Z thing. They really think mm. the kids weaned on White Claw are gonna switch over to. Bud Light next. <laughs> you're weaned on White Claw. Right. When you were weaned on White Claw, now you're on Gen For me. <laughs> me. Uh, that's what I drank. Yeah, man. Because, you know, you start drinking on the, at the Super Bowl at like 3 p.m. And you're like, well, this is going to go until midnight. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're playing it safe. You're playing it safe with the next. It's good. It's a smart move. Yeah, um, I gotta go easy with. No, surely I'm. When I watch football, I'm looking at the screen, but the information that's on the screen isn't really making its way into my brain, you know. So I gotta be, be careful with the drinks because otherwise I'll just sort of drink myself into a slumber. I see. I see. Mm. Yes, oh, honk yes. shoe, honk shoe. Um, I was singing a song there. You know, made me think of Mellencamp. Who do you think is Gen X, Gen Z's Mellencamp? Gen Z's uh, Mellencamp. Yeah, is that Gale? Mm. You think? Probably Jack Harlow. I think it's Gale. <laughs> I think it's Gale. Can't get so, enough of that golden Gale. I think I think to define Gen Z's uh, Mellencamp, we would have to figure out Gen Z's Springsteen and uh-huh. probably wow. Gen Z's... Uh, uh, who's the Van Morrison, if you're going no, back that far. Who's the Detroit uh, <laughs> Silver Bullet rocker guy that I love? Uh, Seeger. Seeger. So maybe Olivia Rodrigo is uh, is, is uh, Seeger, and then Gail can be Mellencamp. Well, wait, who's the who's the the Sprungstein? Maybe um, Springsteen's daughter, the horse racer. <laughs> yeah, she probably hums his tunes while she's horse racing around. Hey, I'm proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Baby, I was born to run on a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Run atop a horse. (laughs) I don't know. It's up to him. uh, uh, I just caught a glimpse of myself in my own video square and realized I I put this on 12 hours ago and forgot I'm wearing a Mardi Gras (laughs) shirt. Jambalaya. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Look at that. You got the, what's that? Shrimp and Tabasco. Shrimp shrimp (laughs) and Tabasco. And it looks like lemon wedges. Orange slices? (laughs) Yeah. They should be lemon slices, but they're orange. That's kind (laughs) of weird. Was this part of the, are those peppers too maybe on there? I'm. Fill out some, some negative oh, yeah. space. It looks like a purple jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what my. Uh, you sound exactly like my uh, urologist. Anyway, the <laughs> <laughs> what are these two purple jelly beans down here? Two, Doc. We got a problem. Uh, the shirt there too was that part of your big uh, Depop haul? It was. It was Tabasco <laughs> haul. What, what? What was funny about my Tabasco haul was. Did that come from Sopranos? Because I saw Tony in a in a Tabasco shirt at one point. Well, that's what inspired it, right? I I saw that episode of The Sopranos and said that's a great shirt. 
then I looked online and I saw there was even like blog posts about what a great shirt that was, but it's a hard <laughs> shirt to track down. So I thought I would never find the exact shirt. I go on Depop. I order a bunch of Tabasco shirts, like five, thinking I'll, I won't get the exact one. I'll get a bunch. And then I eventually found a shirt that was pretty much almost exactly. That's not it though, right? Not this is not it. No, I got one that's just the red chili peppers, but that's it's it's still it. it's still not exactly Tony's. But either way, in in my journey to get to the closest one, I ended up with a lot of uh, runners up. This I mean, who, who's who would have thought you'd have five or six runners up of Tabasco specific <laughs> shirts? These are shirts. these are Tabasco brand like made by yeah, like wow. sold at gift shops at hot sauce stores, but. This shirt, usually I like them and, and I'm happy to have bought them. But this one, it, this is a big, you know, it's a big, large uh, polo shirt. But then the, the band on the armband is kind of tight. So it's giving me these blousy sleeves. You see that? Where it kind of, the elastic holds on the bicep and then I yeah. have a big ruffle. You, you have a big ruffle, a big buncher. Ruffles have ridges. What's going to happen this this spring when you start getting your beach bod? You know, I, you every spring you're in the gym <laughs> six days a week, pumping, pumping, well, getting ready for the gym. This is my beach. big concern. I, instead, this I'm, I've been hitting the donut shop all day trying to make sure I don't get my beach bod. <laughs> <laughs> donut. Donut. Donut shop. You know, we were talking about donuts back in the fall uh, episodes of this podcast. Sure. I really haven't gotten on my, my donut game. No, oh, the donut game is not strong. Not strong with no. this one. Uh, yeah, I I thought I would, but I don't know where any donuts are. I really don't find donut shops easily. Easily. Well, New York is not a donut town, Mike. Maybe head out to Jersey. I, I've been eating my apple fritters pretty regularly over here and uh, at Daily Donut. <laughs> They're great, really. And the armbands are still loose. I had some of that Colorado donuts on from Eagle Rock. Oh, oh aren't yeah. those bull testicles? No. <laughs> Anus? <laughs> yeah, anus. Is it is a Denver oyster like a bull testicle? Wait, yeah, what is a bull testicle? Uh, I used yeah, to know. yeah, yeah, a, col- a Rocky Mountain oyster. Rocky Mountain oyster. Rocky Mountain yeah. oyster, yeah. <laughs> a, a Colorado donut, please. Oh, sir. Um, remember, we used to sometimes uh, go to California donuts at like 4 a.m. in Hollywood when the donuts were still hot? Because Jack yeah. Allison lived right by California donuts, and if he had a party... Sometimes it'd be like three thirty, and you're like, "I'm gonna go home," and then you're like, "No, you're like, wait. if I wait till four. It, it was like the first, the first they had like just opened, right? Yeah, they're coming right off a conveyor belt, and they're so good. Whew. You just, it's early enough. There's not a lot of people, customers around, so they let you lie down and just let them all go. In your <laughs> they feed them right into your mouth. <laughs> they hit you in the forehead. Most of them, you get a one bite. Most of them kind of hit you in the face. They roll away. <laughs> the glaze is all over your hair. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, time to go home and shower. Well, this sucked. <laughs> you know what doesn't suck? What's that? Bip, 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 boop. Bap. Bop it! Ooh, oh, hell yeah. Is that Tony Jackson? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> it's Thursdays, you lovely people. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah. 
Oh shit, that was a nice. Sloppy Boys NBC news theme by the Kanger, King Kang. Hey. Kang. And if you Love have a booze Kanger. news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com. That's great. That was a good one. It, metal. It's, uh, yeah, he might he might play that. I think he's he, yeah. I bet he does. Yeah. He's a metal. Yeah, yeah. He's a metal guy. He's a metalhead, and that new uh, I, I specifically picked that newsy one because he was doing the NBC news mm. theme for hard hitting news for today. Because I would say we legitimately oh. have some something very cool, guys. Oh, whoa! You ready this for this? Is, this is rare. Yeah, yeah. This is me. this is us blowing something wide open. I think that there's some small news outlets have sniffed on this. But we're about to go big. Um, I got some. I got something the big news outlets can sniff on. Fuck those guys. They're all corporate owned. <laughs> and do you like corporate shit? Not not, uh, not all the time. Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll later on we'll get into which circumstances when, you like when it serves shit. me best. But recently here in Booze News, guys, we we were um, talking about. Fireball, Mike. You love Fireball. You like love to do it. Fireball oh, yeah. shots at the end of the night. You like to get the party started. I like to do them at the beginning hey, of the night, beginning <laughs> of the morning, <laughs> beginning of the morning. Hands get a little shaky when you're having your cereal. A little <laughs> cinnamon Fireball over the top. Um, no, but um, so I was talking about. I was in upstate New York over Christmas, and my sister and her boyfriend were telling me about how fireball uh, nips are now available at all the bodegas and the little convenience mm. stores and stuff. And we here were talking about like, why is that right? Those, those little convenience store, those stores in New York, New York's right. very regimented. You go mm-hmm. to liquor for a liquor store, wine for a wine or whatever. And these, these markets that had just beer were selling beer and then also fireball. And we were like, did the law change? Was there a new product? What right. the fuck is going or, on? And, or is because they are sold in small volumes? Is that a contributing yes. factor? Is it the small uh, little nip? Because it's specifically the nip. Um, I was curious about this. And then uh, Kanger, who made that theme, tagged me in something on our Sloppy Boys Discord, an article from Times Union. So this is like the Albany newspaper, a small okay. upstate news outlet saying that, yes, a year ago, Fireball actually did put out a different product. Mm. And it's a malt version oh. of Fireball. Um, and they're kind of being being intentionally deceptive because it looks very much the same. Mm-hmm. Right. But they wanted to have s- something that could be available. So I read this article and then I go, I got fireball nips in my cabinet. Um I go in my kitchen. I, I did honestly actually gasp at this, guys. I reach up into my cabinet, and here is a, is a nip that I bought at a liquor store in uh, California. See yeah. that? It says fireball up top, and then it says cinnamon whiskey. Yes. What's the yeah. proof? Oh. Uh, and the proof, Jefferson, is? Oh, the proof's in the pudding. Alcohol 33% by volume 66 proof. Great. Yeah, because they want to do the 666 type thing. The old Lemieux. <laughs> yes fireball cinnamon whiskey now right next to it guys yeah i had a nip that i had bought in new york at a, a bodega new york nip. A new york nip hold it up take a look at this fireball cinnamon ah uh, so whoa. the other one is fireball cinnamon whiskey this one is just called fireball cinnamon what's the proof and this is <laughs> doesn't say that on the on the front it says Malt beverage. Fireball cinnamon and drink. I'm looking around back. 
16 percent mm, 30 proof uh, 16 and a half percent so 33 proof so it's half half proof. So, that's like a so, schnapps yes and huh. so the distinction is not just it's not just about your proof but it's that convenience stores can sell things they can't sell things that are distilled they can sell malt products so they can sell beer white claw and this malt uh. version and uh, what's very deceptive about it to me is I'm tasting them back to back. And Mike, I wonder if you, you probably are buying these interchangeably because they're both available by you, but yeah, I wonder, I, I, I can't remember where the, the last ones I got. Yeah. I just took a sip of the cinnamon whiskey and it's got that burn, not just the cinnamon burn, but like also a whiskey yeah. burn to it. When I have a, a taste of the malt one, mm. it's like, cinnamony burn and no whiskey burn and it's like it's like i'm drinking wine or something it's way oh, it's more, more just mellow. like a, it's more like a can do they taste what does one taste more candyish than the other yes the 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 malt, the malt one is like tastes like it's for kids you know it is very mm, gentle cinnamon and <laughs> it, it's crazy because I, I i then googled around they said like this is a thing that this is a little scam. A lot of places have been running. Like there are bottles of wine at gas station that like the brand name will be Chardonnay, but it's not Chardonnay wine. You look closely and it's a malt beverage. Man, that's tricky. So this is is a whole world. Tim, it's funny you say it's almost like wine because I'm seeing here on the fireballwhiskey.com frequently asked questions page. It says, uh, somebody asked, how is Fireball Cinnamon different from Fireball Whiskey? And the answer is Fireball Cinnamon products include malt-based and wine-based currently in Oregon only alcoholic beverages, whereas Fireball Whiskey is whiskey-based. So right. what you're drinking is malt-based, but just for Oregon, for those laws, they have a wine-based Fireball Cinnamon. That's So it's Fireball is just, they want to maximize their sales. So whatever the state's deal is, they're like, we'll make a weird little product for your weird you know, little wow. state. They, they say that's true about like outlets too, like Gap Outlet and J Crew Outlet. You think you're getting discounted versions of the normal stuff, but they're actually designers and there's a, there's a pipeline for lesser quality, let's say, products made exactly for the outlets. No shit. Is that why you get like you can get like a pair of Levi's jeans and it's like, oh this is this fits me well. And then you go to a different store and get the same uh, Levi's number and sizes and stuff. And you're like, hey, this sucks. Maybe but <laughs> Levi's <laughs> looks like a dumbass. Levi's in particular I've heard is just like really you gotta try them on. Like they're yeah. All over the place. Yeah try them I used all. to always wear five oh ones and remember when we all lived together. Yeah, right on top of the BVDs. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and, but then I wore them, I'd wear a pair of five ones every day, and then the co- the crotch would always blow out in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, be a little hole, and then ain't no fixing it. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no fix. ain't no fixing it. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say something. This about the Fireball. First of all, those are both Fireball brand, right? That they're not doing like a Chardonnay thing. Like it's not a. Fireball the, brand, yes. This is yep. the same company. So the thing I saw in my grocery store in the uh, beer aisle, it was like a Fireball, uh, like five a pack of five ounce bottles. Is that is that the next size up from like a nip? Sure. So I it's wonder like if a they flask size. like a half pint or flask something? size, yeah. But I wonder. I mean, that must have been the it must have been the malt because they couldn't have sold it then. But why did they go so big? Well, look at this size. I, I was curious if I had anything else in my little cabinet that I had bought in New York. Mm. And I found that at a bodega, I bought this Southern Comfort SoCo. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking close to the fine print. Malt beverage. What's the proof? Uh, Give me the proof. Give me the proof. I'm not even finding. I'm not even finding the proof on here. But I'll tell you what. Both of these products, guys. This this is great. Fireball brand and Soko brand. They're both owned and made by what big booze conglomerate? The Sazerac Company. What? Now wait a minute. What the what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh this is some real real investigative uh booze news yeah it's happening right here this is this is right under your noses this is great this isn't like oh look i tried a new seltzer and i got one or oh, i got here are the books and tv shows i'm watching this is good <laughs> Wait, Hanford's hobbies and uh dutton's delightful dutton's delights Oh yeah, is it delights or delightful? Delightfuls delights, was delights. the yes. delightfuls was, were my turkey burgers. <laughs> oh, oh, pre-pod. <laughs> well, um, what about your um, uh, Corey's oh, Angels type dancers? Yeah. Those are just delights, also. <laughs> uh, wait, so Dunn's delightfuls were turkey burgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Cass, that's what Cassidy called my turkey burgers one time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was in an email. I remember that. Ooh, some Dunn delightfuls. Dutton, you can always count on Jeff for getting a turkey burger or a turkey sandwich going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves tryptophan. I eat turkey sandwiches most days. <laughs> Made with monster cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you know me too well. <laughs> yep, I do. And see, I'm going Swiss. Jeff wants monster. <laughs> Tim, what's your cheese, dude? What's your cheese, man? American baby on a sandwich, American cheese. American cheese. Now, is that like the singles, like the Kraft Singale? Yeah, but not individually wrapped. Hmm. Monterey Jack to cheddar and back. Now, why did you say singale? You said singles, and then I'm, you said singale. I'm feeling like, I'm like, here I'm talking about cheese. I'm asking about cheese. I got to spice it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what can you do? You can't do nothing. Well, is that it for booze news? Wrap it up. Yeah. Wait, didn't you just kind of make that sound with your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Not two seconds ago? Yeah. Well, I can't tell the That's difference That's how fast anymore. I am on the keys. Rap, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> you got a soundboard there? Kind of. You got a soundboard and I soundboard. Come on, let's get into the drink. <laughs> <laughs> you do soundboard. Okay, you want to get into the drink of the day? Yeah, baby. Yes. Well. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me paint. <laughs> a picture. Ready? It's the spring of 2015. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. A young hotshot comedy writer is in New Orleans. Now, this is before he's uh, even received his <laughs> Emmy nomination. Before he's received his two Writers Guild Award nominations. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> after his is. IFC show was canceled. So he's kind of rambling around. Yeah. Rudderless. Rudderless, you know, you know that feeling when your IFC show gets canceled. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys know. And none of your, your, none of your, just, I just need to ask this: none of your family was in New Orleans at the time, or this person's family was in New Orleans at the time. This person, uh, this person's girlfriend, soon to be fiance at the moment, was mm. uh, shooting a YouTube travel show in New Orleans. So this person went there because there was a free hotel room to hang out at. 
Yeah. Sure, but 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 I just do really want to get this question answered about the family. You didn't have any of your male no. family with you. Okay, so that you were this person was utterless and brotherless. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was a rhyme he was working for. No, no, just oh, I guess that did rhyme, kind of. <laughs> you know what? Uh, but this person's brother is like is currently in New Orleans on a trip right now. That's interesting. Jeff Kelpakis is in New Orleans. <laughs> wow, we don't know. There hasn't been the reveal. <laughs> we don't know this him. True, Mike. true, true. Um, okay, so let's go back to this uh, rambling boy. Yeah. And uh, on this oh, particular yes. afternoon, he's in the middle of what was soon to be made, <laughs> be known as the Great Southern Saunter, an accidental seventeen-mile right. stroll. Yeah. Right. Well, you know. I I think I know who this person is. I feel like I have it, but yes. He, he was hopped up on aphrodisiac oysters and kind of clowning around and accidentally walked uh, 17 miles. But he stops into the Hotel Monteleone. What a, what a prank. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he got you. He stops in the Hotel Monteleone, like a, this ho- historic hang of writers, Tennessee Williams, William Faulkner, Truman Capote, and this guy, probably the biggest writer of them all. Yeah. Um, he sits at the, the carousel By mass bar. alone. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, that's what I, I, I mean. Gotta, I got to stop cutting you. You got to you doing a thing Physic, here. But the, the physically largest writer to ever walk into that room. <laughs> no ass, no matter. <laughs> Album title. He sits at... He, look, if you've seen Girls Trip, you know the carousel bar, and you mm-hmm. know it rotates mm-hmm. around where you're drinking. And and this guy had heard it's fun because it's like takes 16 minutes to do a lap. It's the perfect amount of time for one round and he's drinking by himself so he's like i want to keep moving so i'll do a run around here he looks at the menu and says i want to get a new orleansy thing and he talks to the bartender and says what's a new orleansy drink to get and he selects a drink Mm. and i'm here to tell you that that boy was none other than me (laughs) and that drink was the sazerac you've had never had you've heard never heard i've heard I've uh, never had, heard. you've heard. I've heard the same uh, the same rudderless, uh, unsupervised writer man mm-hmm. would go to hell and back for one of these. <laughs> oh, hey, we should play Tom Collins at the end of this episode. That'd it's, be nice. It's, it's got a nice little Sazerac reference. Yeah, that'll pad things out nicely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> People just want minutes, minutes, time. Code. That'll get us to the 60-minute mark. <laughs> um, um, 58 with editing. <laughs> But what do you guys think when you think of the, is, is there, uh, I just said, told you it's a New Orleans-y thing, but does it come up? Do you just see it around? Do you have any thoughts about who drinks it and where they drink it and all this shit? I know Sazerac as as a brand, like you mentioned before. I kind of knew it as a brand, and I was surprised that it was a a, a cocktail first and then a brand. I'm not mm. sure if that's true, though. I don't know the history. Hopefully, I'll be enlightened. But the I will. The... the uh yeah, it it seemed to me like kind of a Soco brand. Oh yeah, because Soco kind of almost is like a a sweet whiskey treat. I'll like drink a, this like a, something too. that got like something kind of newish, not like that. No um, new age. Yeah, new age. Um, well, it's not you, Diageo. Oh, I wish. My God. Um. Well, here there, there's a, the old story that has kind of been proven to be a myth is a fun one though for the Sazerac. It's like the story was that the the, the Peychauds guy did it. You know, um, Peychauds bitters that kind of red, the spicy little red little yeah. dasher, spicy little zinger, yeah, yeah, spicy little spicy zinger. little dasher. Uh, you know, it's kind of some say it's Angostura's spicy red little zapper cousin. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, uh, Peychaud was like a Haitian guy that came to New Orleans and he w- he made those bitters and he was like a, a an apothecary, you know, like a drugstore medicine man when that stuff, when there was like no science to any of it. And you mm-hmm. just kind of- Snake oil, swindling little yeah, uh, so towns. Peychaud's bitter was like a snake oil, like an, a cure-all thing. He was selling it at his, like the merchant exchange shop, but then he started putting it into cognac and making a drink to give his friends- and then one of his friends started serving it at the Sazerac Coffee House. And here's the funny thing. Um, this story that was in a famous cocktail book, it said um, he served this cocktail in an egg cup. Like the, if you were eating a poached egg on a little pedestal, oh, yeah. one of those oh, yeah. egg cups. Now the word, the French word for those egg cups is a cocotier. And Americans said it wrong. Cocktail. It's the first cocktail. No, is the story. what? Oh, that? You, no, the, okay, this is what you've already said is not the true story. Well, uh, uh, no. David Wondrich debunked it, but I'm telling okay. you what everyone thought until a couple of years ago. And then, um, oh, crazy. but then the cock, so they were <clears throat> saying New Orleans was walking around believing that this was the original cocktail. So then that catches on at some point. Um, he was making it with cognac and then rye becomes more popular as cognac goes out of style. Then the rye version gets really popular. Then we're talking fucking the James Bond movie Live and Let Die has a scene in New Orleans and they're drinking Sazeracs and our buddy Mads Mickelson is drinking Sazeracs in another round. Ah, yes. Uh, our buddy. <laughs> well, we, we, we did have seen the movie about it. Well, you see the movie, but then you talk about it on the Patreon. No, no, I I get it, but I like applying that to uh, any movie I've seen. (laughs) My old pals are on screen today. Um, Hey, in the French Dispatch, Owen Wilson's character is named Herb Saint Sazerac. Herb Saint is also a liqueur. Sort of a Gordon Bombay situation. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I wonder if Wes Anderson has seen the Mighty Ducks trilogy (laughs) and TV show. Gordon Bombay, that's probably our biggest scoop that that you cracked here on the show. Has, why hasn't that gotten big online? I don't know. That, I, that the character in Mighty Ducks is a drunk and he's named two gin brands. That's good. Specifically That's gin smart. Yeah, you know, every time when I'm writing stuff and I'm trying to come up with character names, I don't do that deep of a dive. I'm just like, yeah, this person's name is uh, Carol Blimbin. <laughs> Carol Blimbin is not a character's name. <laughs> you, you laugh at it. But Gordon Bombay is a good one. Like, you know, they didn't name him Bacardi Captain Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, they were subtle. At they could have named him Morgan Bombay, but well, Gordon is more of a... a uh, it's a good, strong a name. It's stuck name. in my name for 30 years. I haven't seen that movie since it was new. A lot of, a lot of good names in there. Kenny Wu. The Bash Brothers. Goldberg. Yep. Goldberg. Cake Eater. Don't forget Cake Eater. <laughs> That's Adam Banks from the Hawks. <laughs> Adam Banks, that's a very good name too for like I don't know, like just like a boy. It's like in Chad. Yeah. 90s, I think yeah. Banks they Banks is used a lot in like oh. movies just for Oh, like, is yeah. Banks supposed to be like he's he's one of the haves? Like he's oh. like a rich kid or like a or like a privileged stable. Well he was, yeah. He was they called him Cake Eater because he was like he was on the good team and then I don't know I don't know why he ended up on the ducks, but he did. And damn it, Charlie! Uh, Charlie brought him in th- to the fold. <laughs> Michael, take a deep breath. I can't. Um, well, I hope this doesn't set you off. Steve Martin in uh, uh, Father of the Bride. He's mm-hmm. Banks, right? And they're the Banks family. Mm. They're affluent. They have that nice house in Pasadena. 
Yeah. Hey, Elizabeth Banks. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she she probably makes bank on some of her directing jobs, I would assume. Booksmart? I would hope so. Okay, so anyway, uh, that was the kind of kind of myth. And you know, David Wondrich is a cocktail historian who kind of comes in and says, like, that's actually not true. And then the story that is true is kind of boring. Actually. So you're kind of sad. <laughs> it makes you sad. I'm happy he's out there doing the work, but um Here's the real story. It just made, made me think of like Hanford in our uh, old fashioned episode. Mm. You you mm. explained Classic. that some someone was ordering a whiskey cocktail in the old fashioned way, right? Like I I use that story to impress people constantly when I'm out, and it always kind of does. <laughs> it's always the same result. Huh? Oh, interesting. It impressed me. All right. <laughs> interesting. You fumbled through that story. Took, jeez, uh, wow, longer than it should have. You anyway. stuttery bastard. Um, <laughs> no, but as a way of saying, like, as opposed to a sour or a highball, if you wanted a whiskey cocktail, you said in the old-fashioned way, and the original cocktails were sugar Cuban bitters. So that's kind of what we're dealing with. Obviously, the Sazerac is, like, a, very similar to the old-fashioned. So the truth is is more like in the, like, later than Peychaud was around. There was a different bar called the Sazerac Saloon, kind of a spinoff. There's multiple Sazerac businesses. Sazerac's just a name. I, I thought it meant would mean something, but it's just like a French name or something. But they, they're wake, there was like a, the, the guy, the bartenders at this place, they made the best whiskey cocktails, you know, in the old fashioned way, whiskey cocktail. And they were ma- making them with not cognac, but rye, which had become more popular. And they were using Sazerac brand rye. Mm. for their whiskey cocktails. (laughs) Then I learned there's something else called an an improved cocktail. Back then is when, if you add a little maraschino or a little absinthe, it was an improved cocktail. So adding absinthe, these guys were improving the cocktail. And that's pretty much what we're looking at here. But this is a hotly debated recipe, guys. We're going to do the IBA recipe, or at least that's what we've discussed. Cognac. Cognac. Here, IBA tells us 50 milliliters of cognac 10 milliliters of absinthe, one sugar cube, two dashes, Peychaud's bitters. Mm. Uh, Interesting method here. Rinse in a chilled old-fashioned glass with the absinthe. So that's a you're doing an absinthe rinse around the inside. You're taking that ten mil and you're just sort of like coating the inside. You you just swirl it around and then I guess you'll eventually dump it out. But so you swirl it around to coat the inside. Add crushed ice and set aside. So you're getting that cup cold. Then. Ah. Stir, stir the remaining ingredients over ice in a mixing glass. Discard the ice and, and any excess absinthe from the pre- prepared glass. <laughs> Strain the mixed drink into the glass. Note, the original recipe changed after the American Civil War. Rye whiskey substituted cognac became, oh, when cognac was hard to obtain, they switched to rye. Got it. Right. Um, ah, so after and, the Civil War. Okay. Yeah. Garnish with a lemon zest. Here's the thing, guys. I texted celebrity bartender Jack Schram just now. How is Schrammer? He's doing good. He's up to his old tricks, I assume. Um, <laughs> sure. Probably. And here's what the Schram man ha- I told him. Schrammer. Uh, it's Timmy <laughs> K. I need your uh, opinion. The slops are about to record an ep- about the Sazerac, and we're going to use cognac instead of rye because that's what the IBA says. And within maybe one second, I get back, don't, exclamation point. Uh, and he says, definitely, 
definitely go rye. It's also delicious with cognac, and cognac was the original recipe, but to really judge the drink and present it for the audience, how it will be served if they order it at a bar, Ooh. rye is the move. I personally like it with a split base, he says. An ounce of each, I would say first round try it rye, official judgment, and then fuck around with cognac. So, um, Hmm. The question we have for ourselves uh, is how much does the IBA really matter to us? I And also when we post this recipe on Instagram and say, hey, everyone, we're doing Sazerac. Do we want every jag off on the Internet to look at our recipe and say, cognac? <laughs> cognac? Yeah. Well, now, Jeffy I mean, bought the- it, you, you bought us some rye. So we do have. Rye. Yes. Michael, do you have any rye? I don't. I've got Jim Beam. Is that a that's a. Yeah, bourbon whiskey is that rye bourbon? Jim Beam, I think, is bourbon. Beam. And I've got, uh, and I've just got cognac, which I was going to use. But again, my cognac is Hennessy uh, uh, Courvoisier. Courvoisier. <laughs> what the ease up Courvoisier? So it's got a little bit of the uh, orange in it. Oh, well, that's Grand Marnier. What you have? Grand Marnier. That's what. I mean. <sighs> Yo, you're so you're going to be using Grand Marnier today. Yeah. So you're going to have an orange creamsicle. <laughs> and we'll be having a Sazerac, Michael. So I'm already off the idea. <laughs> so you're out there in outer space. I guess for you, the decision is Jim Beam bourbon or Grand Marnier orange liqueur with cognac. I'm going to do the it? Jim Beam. Okay. Jeffy. Yes. Should we start with cognac and then round two do rye? Or should we start with rye and then round two do cognac? What well, I just don't want people to be mad at me. I don't care. Right. Well, I think we need to go back to episode one, the mission statement of this podcast. Mm. Are we going through the IBA list or are we going through what we think uh, the Discord people are going to bully us into? We can't be bullied. Because we we've can't been bullied have them before. I can't be bullied. <laughs> they can't have the slop heads bossing the slops. Then, you know? yes, then it becomes, you know, what we have on January 6th. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't think, think that works. But just you know what I, mean. <laughs> I think just to stay the course and like, honestly, just for our pride to not be afraid of our own right. discord. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm already I'm terrified. Well, we are doing the rye. We're just not starting with it. I think I think we should do cognac and do the IBA first. Yeah. Or or me and uh, like I yeah. at least am going to do cognac first, and then I would love to try rye on round two. Yes, a round no, two. That's rye? the thing to do because look, the idea isn't that we do whatever IBA wants and then we like it. Like we right. oftentimes will do what they tell us to do, and then we're like, well, this is bad. You should be doing this. Or yeah, that's the, true. the that's more common way is to be doing this. Speak truth to power. Is and what I think do. it's cool. That on our pod, we say, we do the cognac, and then we make it with rye and say, folks, this is what you got to do. But for the for the recipe that we release, you're right, Tim. Do we say cognac or rye How about on this? the recipe card? Yes. We say cognac and then put a little note there, rye optional or whatever, just so that we don't get ridiculed. But then again, that's engagement, and then that drives likes. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't ridicule us. Oh, we oh, simply yeah. hate to be called out for our flaws. <laughs> don't don't share and comment. <laughs> don't like and subscribe. Don't. don't rate and review. Um, I personally love cognac. I said last week on the horse's neck that I'm swapping cognac in for whiskey in all my drinks right. these days. Whew. We we uh we've got ourselves a little cognac month happening here. Three shows. Oh in my a row. god. 
Yes. Yeah. I bet people appreciate it, though, because they're like, great, I have this stuff. I don't have to go fucking hunt. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. Between the sheets, <laughs> horse, horse's neck, and an original recipe Sazerac all have cognac. It's cognac month, folks. Cognac month. All right. Cognac. Well, I am, I am uh, getting a little antsy, itchy, uh, sort of shaky over here. <laughs> Maybe we should get into this. <laughs> Let's get into this fucker. Folks, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So, folks... Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. (laughs) 
back with Sazerax. Sazerax didn't, didn't yield much. Cognac edition. Yeah, I wish... Uh, my, look how pitiful that is. It's supposed to be just the bottom, yeah. I always, whenever I make a drink like that, I'm like, what did I not put in here? <laughs> Mike, your um, your heater was rattling, and I was waiting for you to come back, and that rattle, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought the sound was you doing a very irregular uh, mix. <laughs> I thought it was cubes ding, clinking like... Ding, 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 ding. I had trouble with my... Getting my sugar cube to dissolve, and I thought that maybe it would be mm. better to do this like old-fashioned where you just put the bitters on the cube and muddle it. Like, Look, Tim, I got a lot of thoughts on how this is prepared. It's not <laughs> very efficient for me. The way they do it in New Orleans <laughs> is like two old-fashioned glasses right in front of you, and they make a big show of using one of them to mix the drink. And uh, this whole, this whole notion of rinsing it with the absinthe, which is a pain, because I was just tilting the glass at 45 degrees and trying to roll the legs around. Yeah. Yeah. And then you basically rinsing it out with ice and chucking it anyway. Yeah. Bummer. Um, also, slop heads, if you don't have absinthe, use any black licorice anise, you taste yeah. per nodes or whatever you got. I've, uh, yeah, the absinthe, I, before I, um, you know, poured it out after I, you know, rinsed it, I took a little sip and it is uh, intense by itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, just absinthe? Yeah. It'll yeah. get you. Very high proof. Well, sips. Uh, guys, let's get our Sazon. <laughs> Sazon. Sazon. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Interesting. It almost does oh. have an old fashioned y type thing because it's just sugar and yeah. cognac. I, I did find uh I did find a cognac, by the way. I had a, a small nip left. Of what? Of VSOP? Uh, it, hold on, wait, what does that say? Covazier? It's like a brand, I can't see from where I am, but it's like a brand that... Henny? It's like a, I know it's a cheap brand. <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> instead of, instead know. of a Henny, you got Penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's not bad. Um, um, yeah, but it's it's definitely in that genre. It's a little it's a little stiffy, you know? It's, it's not... I mean, we're, you're basically just having your... Your cognac, but uh, are you getting absinthe notes? I guess I'm no, smelling none. it when I, I... I would really have to do a taste test back to back. I back expressed back. my, my <laughs> lemon a little too much. I was really putting some elbow into it, so I'm really only smelling lemon. Mm. Yeah, but that's a good smell. You want to smell that, not that absinthe. Oh, I did... I did. You're supposed to do two dashes, uh, Peixos. I did two more. You bad. Yours, yours, uh, you, uh, mine's not as red as uh, I think it's supposed to look. Oh, this is very that's, much an old fashioned. What do we do? What do we got? Yeah, but Tim, yours looks nice and red. That's hmm. that's because of those uh, Peychauds. I'll tell you what. I also gave a little Peychaud, uh one dash, two dashes for the drink, one dash for me, in, up to the dome. Spicy. It's yeah, got some yeah. kick to it, and it's also got a very anisey. And it's now we it's, know we know Angostura is. They're uh, both aromatic bitters, but they're both alcoholic. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good. Good, 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 good. Dude, what if you made a Trinidad sour, but with fucking Peychaud sour? That would be spicy. Oh, Tim. We have good. to have Gonzalez on the damn... We had our chance. We did a whole, We threw a whole special for him. He didn't show up. <laughs> I emailed him. <laughs> I emailed one, him. One email. Oh. One email. <laughs> one email didn't rock his world and get him on the show. Oh. One measly email. You know, it's a, this is a nice, uh, 
you know, when you're holding, I have said this before, but when you're holding like a uh, old fashioned glass like this, it's a bit a little better with a little ice so you can hear it. But it's got that thing where you can be like, oh, what an afternoon. And you put the, <laughs> put the thing right up to your head. I've been the cracking crawfish tails all me. day. And <laughs> <laughs> My bead throwing arm is so tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we went different ways thing. with this. I said I was like uh, somebody had a bad day at the stock market. Tim was cracking crawfish and Jeff <laughs> throwing beads. Well, we I went to did our things. That's that's the. No, stuff. I know. I, yeah, I think you guys both went Nolans, but I was. You guys took the Nolans trip. I had to stay back at the firm. <laughs> now that we're drinking these, it's funny to me that, uh, and I was one pushing for this for like as a Mardi Gras thing to do this week. It's fun. Last year we did the hurricane, right? A uh, famous party drink. You 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 throw beads around and you go to a parade and you yeah mm-hmm. you you're naked and you're drinking a hurricane and it's an intense drink like there's a lot of stuff in it a lot of stuff in it although after our episode i ordered the pat o'brien's mix which people had made fun of because it's pretty much just like fruit punch mix i actually really love it but now saying that this was a mardi gras episode and drinking this drink this is like a very this feels a fancy little sipper it's not a bead throwing vibe no this is like uh, the mardi gras where all the college kids and the the hooligans are down uh you know in the parades and up in the sort of uh, casino rooms of the highest, yeah. the hottest yeah. hotels. From Mardi Gras <laughs> to Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. <laughs> Town hall, back room, the elites assemble and drink yeah. Sazeracs. And they decide the fates of all the drunkards on the street. Are they, it was officially named. bodies <laughs> for beads. City of sleaze. That seedy, seamy crescent city. Sleaze dripping from Market Street. What's the, is it Market Street? Sleaze shooting from their prostate glands out their erect penises. <laughs> sure, some of the sleaze was caught in latex, but some of it was spilled <laughs> upon the ground of Market Street. No amount of Trojan's finest plastic can hold this sleaze. <laughs> can hold the sleaze of this town. <laughs> yes, and that's where I make my buck. <laughs> Enter Ooh. me, a character in this rant. The sleaze guy. Enter me. No, this guy is easy. I, sp- I speak detective. for the sleaze. Oh yes, yes, a detective. A detective. I, pr- I protect the sleaze, and I mingle with it just as well. Oh, so, <laughs> so you? Pr- okay. He is in and of the sleaze. <laughs> Sloppy what Boys movie, first? City of Sleaze. Hanford plays a detective <laughs> down in the Crescent City during Mardi yeah. Gras. <laughs> and it is called Market Street down there, right? Am yeah. I right? Okay. No, it's it's Bourbon Street. And then you're Bourbon the detective. You're the main guy, the detective. And then me and Jeff do the vo- <laughs> the voices of your balls. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get us laid tonight. <laughs> Come on, I got guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Would you two be quiet? I have to meet with the DA of this afternoon. <laughs> oh, we're covered in corduroy down here. <laughs> the corduroy's too thick. <laughs> Just glad we're not covered in sleaze. I can't breathe, Michael. <laughs> you yeah, his balls, his <laughs> balls have to be out. <laughs> you, Michael, you do so much. Uh, 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 <laughs> you do, 
you do, you do so much commercial work for Manscaped, you'd think you could maybe <laughs> use some of the product on us. You gotta bust these pubes. Then, guys, the climax, Mike is, is it's time in the trial, it's time for the closing arguments. Yeah. But Mike got too drunk on Sazerac, so he's passed out. But then his fly zips down, and me and Jeff hop out. Uh, and they, do the closing arguments, yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, <laughs> the, the judge is a, now, now, who are, now, who are these two, uh, uh, Fine young fine gentleman. Beardless man. <laughs> Your Honor, I submit that the prosecutor has passed out. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And then the jury stands up. Yes. 12 yeses, please. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. His New Orleans is like a is like a character in it. Yeah. You know, because of all and- the sleaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, are you saying sleeves? It's all the sleeves. <laughs> I, the whole time I was saying sleeves. Yeah. What time of year was are, are we shooting this? Uh, winter if it's winter. We better have sleeves. The sleeve budget better be huge. Now, where is Market Street? Is that what is Market Street? Oh yeah. Um, is that I mean, San Francisco. I, there's probably a Market Street. There might be a Market Street in New Orleans. I just uh, Bourbon Street is the famous. Bur- Bourbon is the one I was trying to say, but now I don't know where Market Street is. Uh. Commercial Street is Provincetown. I want to say Market Street is San Francisco. Hmm. Is that that one? You know when we what? It, what's where we go to like Vesuvio and uh, the, those kind of uh, that little Italy oh yeah kind yeah of yeah, plot, yeah. Uh, yeah that's where like uh, North Beach American Zoetrope is yeah yeah hmm. is that Market Street no hmm. Hmm. there is well there's a way to find out let's not get too geographic <laughs> we could find out somehow some way. Um, I don't want to gloss over. I thought it was pretty funny when I said Smarty Gras. Yeah, that was good. That yeah. was very funny. That was good podcasting. That's the type of thing podcasters do. They say a little yeah. clever thing. From Mardi Gras to Smarty Gras. Yeah, hey, that's one for the Discord. They'll they'll catch it. A lot of people. A lot of people in the comments would be like, "I can't believe when Mike said this, it got nothing." Like, guys, we're not going to stop down and for an applause break for every line. We're spinning gold here, twenty four seven. We don't Jeff, have Jeff. Time. Jeff, just let it go. Let the All let right. the. All right. With the people who dig on you. Don't you got to get out of those uh, Discord rooms. They're yeah, the killing comments, you. Comment section. You're going to lose yourself in there. You're in too deep. Yeah. Why do you do it to yourself, Jeff? Oh. Mm. Ooh, it's good. But I can't wait for the rye one. Yeah. Mm. The rye one. You got the rye one, baby. <laughs> oh. Uh, mm. So, wait, Tim, I want to go back to this uh, carousel bar. It's a 16-minute round trip around. The, does the bar? I know you've explained it before, but the bar moves like. Yeah, but that's what's great. It's it's moving slow enough. That's super. That you're slow. not you're not really clocking it, but then you like drink one Sazerac and you've like you've been all over the room and and pretty soon the room. Hey, yeah, uh, Tim, uh, where's the speed controls on that thing? <laughs> Don't let me near that crank. <laughs> you finish. Uh, wait. Does the bar move? Like, does the bartender move? If the bartender was staying in one spot, would he be moving with you? I guess he would, or else he'd have to be walking while making a drink. Huh. Bartender's probably smack dab in the middle, right? Smack dab in the middle, but I don't know if he rotates too, or if it's like the rotating is extremely slow. So it wouldn't be too hard for him to. But I'm guessing gotcha. he's rotating too, just so that if he sets up your two glasses for your Sazerac, so mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to do a little foot shuffle side to side the whole time. I wonder if they timed it out like 16 minutes is an odd time. If they got like, yeah, 16 minutes is around the time everyone finishes a drink. I always think of a round of drinks as being 20 minutes. Mm. 
Ooh. Ah, I never even thought of the Now, time and Tim, you've worked in a restaurant. A restaurant that was a pizzeria, and I made the barbecue. Barbecue. Hmm. <laughs> so, I guess hmm. I'm not the authority. <laughs> um, now, Tim, you know what I would do? Like I was talking about the speed control. Crank it. Oh, you want a little more power. <laughs> and the, the centrifugal force, the centrifugal force mixes the drinks. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Shake some up. It's Save the wear and tear on your wrists and elbows. And if you're too drunk, you get thrown off. <laughs> Survival like, of the fittest. Uh, kind of like the uh, the Vomitron in uh, Jackass Forever. Did I tell you guys this drink? We know where this one a famous person who do we do we know? The, did I you guys? Did I tell you the story of the famous person in this drink? You in didn't tell drink? me. Maybe you told Jeff the story of the famous person in this drink, but not me. <laughs> The two famous people involved in this. Okay, I'll tell you now. We all know Elton John. Sure. Right? Yeah. Rocket man. The, yeah. the, the madman sure. across the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, he, you know, he and uh, Eminem, most recently from the Super Bowl halftime show, mm-hmm. had a duo, duet, where they did uh, Stand together. Was that the? Yes. Was that Stand it? in the, At the place Grammys where you or live. perhaps the MTV Music Awards. Well, they they stayed friends and they see each other from time to time, and a lot of the times they'll get together either at you know Marshall's house or at Elton's house. <laughs> yeah, and whoever's house it is, they make dinner, and the other person eats it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the other person, well, they both eat it, <laughs> and if they bring any plus ones, they will eat as well. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so this is such a very weird specific arrangement they have. <laughs> they both I know, and a weird way to tell a story. I'm, I'm trying yeah, to make sure I'm hitting like, certain beats just so you're not left yeah. out of the whole story. No, no, I appreciate it because this is a lot to take in. It's a lot. Well, it's pretty roundabout. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the the carousel bars. So those sort of round. Uh, it's got probably, me that round what it is. feeling. So you got those two guys, superstars in their own right, different genres, sure. and they became friends. They do this thing. And uh, there was a story, and actually it got recorded, one of them, because they're always recording stuff because they're musicians, and one of them kept his phone on, he was recording it. Anyway. Musicians are always doing that, they roll. Yeah. Roll sound, that you'll hear them say. Yeah. Well, so one of them accidentally rolled sound on this uh, little conversation they had after dinner, and it was around cocktail time, because it... it for some reason, the two of them do cocktail hour after dinner. Whatever, they're, they're musicians, they're mm-hmm. artists, they are out there, man. And uh, this, little, I know the type. this little piece of uh, tape got out, and I got my, uh, at this, you know, this point in time, pretty clean little mitts on it. And uh, I, we can play it for you now if you want to hear it. I would love so to hear it. Yeah, it's great. This is Elton John, uh, you know, post-dinner with, with uh, Eminem, Eminem, and they're trying to figure out what to do for cocktail hour. Right. Oh, and I will say, there's something, too, that I need to bring up. Yeah, anything, Mar- anything else we should know. Oh, there's something you have to bring up. <laughs> Marshall Mathers, he famously just is more of like a beer guy or a wine guy. He didn't do cocktails really? much. So he doesn't know how to mix cocktails very well. Sometimes he needs help. But, uh, you know, I wonder if that'll have anything to do with this. But, but mm. just go ahead. Oh, great. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Hey, Slim, since I made you dinner, maybe you can go ahead and mix me up a drink here. 
I'll say what to do, just follow along. <laughs> See that bottle of bitters on the shelf? Well, get it down. <laughs> Don't get a glass, I didn't say that yet. But maybe get some ice now. For the Cesarean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna use our shakers tonight. We're gonna use a mixing glass. We need some absence too. A sugar cube. You know I drank this when I met the Queen of Cesarean. Eminem, you're getting it all over the place. Oh, poor guy. I'm forgetting something. <gasps> ah, yes! Cognac! <laughs> Cognac! <laughs> Cognac! Cognac! In the Cesarean! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, this has been so much fun. Next time we get together... You make dinner, and I'll make the drinks. Haha. <laughs> now, what what type of drink would you like, Marshall? A little bit of weed, it's just a heart Oh, God. You haven't changed since I've met you, Marshall. Oh, careful, Marshall. It looks like you've spilled some of your satirac on you. <laughs> so this must mean I'm disgusting. It's just me, I'm just a no, it doesn't mean you're disgusting. It's fine, it's fine. Just give it to the maid. They'll have it washed and dried before you leave. So next time, if I make the drinks and you make dinner, what would you like to make, Marshall? Oh. A certain type of pasta from a certain lady. Damn. My dad's... Fettuccine. <laughs> oh, Marshall. <laughs> wow. Oh Crazy. What yeah. a ride. Crazy, those two. I like it. You know, sometimes when, when a, a British singer sings, they sound different <laughs> when they speak. Like, you can really tell the difference between, like, I didn't know Elton John was one of these guys who sounded like, harum, harum, harum. I like getting older, you know, getting jowly. Oh. It's just kind of, you know. Yeah. I w- uh, you know, when I was listening to this, I was singing, like, my God, Elton really has to tell Marshall a lot of stuff. And then I remembered Marshall right. is a beer guy, more of a beer guy. Yeah, he doesn't beer know guy and wine. Uh, just wine also yeah. uh, was the big note there. <laughs> That's the note there. And it, it's just so strange because like that interaction they had Ooh. really sounded very similar to Elton's song, Benny and the Jets, uh, uh, to the point where like Sazerac is just the ultimate perfect rhyme for Benny and the Jets. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these a lot of these musicians will go on the uh, the last sort of syllable of a word. Yes, that's what they go on. Yeah, they go on that. I was wondering what they go on, but that's what. They, well, that's what they go on. And oh, then we that. should know that as, as musicians, we should go on that. Too. Shit, yeah. Let's start going on that. Let's let's make a plan to go on that. To go on that specifically. That was cool. Can you believe man. it? Really yeah. cool to hear. I can't believe you got your hands on that. That's that's great, Mike. I know. Well, I just it was it was floating around on um, one of the uh, <laughs> a website, so I just picked it up. Oh, well, anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go make a second round. What do you think? Well, hold on, Mike. Let me handle this part. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe you should handle this. I don't. I'm a little well, lost. Uh, you know, I'm. I, you host the blowout. You know. 
Big hand bopper. Yeah, big hand bopper. Uh, folks, we're going to go make round two of these. When we come back, we'll have our final thoughts. How about that? I'm doing rye this time. Me too. Rye. I, I'll do the Jim Beam, which I, who knows? Love it. Who knows Great. what the hell's going to happen there? Folks, we'll see you after the ads. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, check this out. What? This new glass, one of those shorties. Oh, Whoa, shorties cool. like, it's, shorties. it's like a it's like That's a glass perfect. ramekin or like from getting like creme brulee as a takeout. Oh, they, they it's a glass, ramekin. A little, a little glass dish that's like a it's like a old-fashioned glass but it's half height. I like that. And it's perfect for like this little guy. That I would imagine that's what like uh in like a Japanese cool Japanese bar would be that style. Oh yeah. Hey, are we back? Are we back? We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, guys. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Bring us back in. We're in, man. Oh, I thought you usually do a bad. We're back. No, sometimes there are these sort of like informal, <laughs> like you know, it's ease in. Yeah, we should start doing that with the uh, with the opening of the show. Like we're just talking. It's like, hey, we start. Oh, we start. Oh, cool. Oh, hey, didn't see you come in. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of a naughty thing. I left my absinthe in. Michael! So you're going to have a licorice treat. I did a naughty thing too where I, instead of dumping out my absinthe, I dumped it into my throat and and, (laughs) burns the throat. Jeff, how did you get naughty when you, uh, when we split? No, no. I was a respectable boy through and through. (laughs) Respectable boy. So me and Mike were naughty, and Jeff was oh so nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Rye whiskey. Here we go. I've been drinking it. It's definitely different. Yeah, I mean, like that's the taste I'm more used to. I've in, mm. in the maybe three Sazeracs I've had in my life, it it tastes more like this. Hmm. I, I'm uh, I can't tell because I. I did two different things, the, the absinthe and the rye whiskey, which wasn't even rye, it's bourbon, so who knows. But uh, <laughs> I do prefer the, the thing I had before. I mean, I like Jack Schramm's idea of half and half. Cognac yeah. Because ah. like, this is so rye forward. I feel like, yeah, I'm just drinking some rye. The, Schrammer uh, co- strikes again. The cognac f- does taste more like my old-fashioned, the way I make an old-fashioned. Mm. Mm. Because mm. it's, it's uh, sweet. It's sweet, lemon, Bitters and uh, you know cognac instead of bourbon. Mm. 
think about cognac is it's a it's a Toy Story drink. You know, it's woody and it gives yeah. you a buzz. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> we right. didn't say that. That's they right. knew. <laughs> they knew. They knew damn well. I like this too. I mean, th- this is absolutely delicious. Yeah, um, I think you got to ask yourself, how do you says? You know, because if you mm-hmm. want a little oh. nicey spicy with the patience <laughs> and the rye, it's a bright. <laughs> if you want it bright, go rye. If you want it a little more warm, and I'm a cognac guy, I like that grapey, that grapey stuff. Mm-hmm. Go cognac. Yeah, next time I'm going to try it with the Grand Marnier. Wow, this is exciting. Yeah, Shran was really dunking on the cognac version, and I think they're absolutely both great. Well, he wasn't saying it was bad. He, he was just saying, saying, like, as a Sazerac. And then he was just saying, like, for our listeners, like, if you want to taste the Sazerac as ordered, it's mm. rye. But but uh, Shram actually did say he thought that cognac was delicious with it and that he he personally likes to do the half and half. Oh, listen to this. So I made uh, I made some shots the other night, and at my Super Bowl party, and uh, I did what the hell did I do? I did uh, whiskey. Yeah, I did Jim Beam, uh, two to one Jim Beam, and uh, triple sec. Okay. Okay. Does that what would that does that remind us of sounds, any drinks sounds like Soco or something? Uh, well, if you uh, if you added fucking. Uh, 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 nice squeeze some lemon in it too. Yeah, I was gonna say lemon. Well, isn't that like a, a side? Oh, a sidecar is cognac and triple sec and lemon. We made something that is, yeah, that I was could've... whiskey triple sec lemon. Yeah, it seemed familiar. Uh, but it was a good, it was a good shot, and it's a good, uh, it's a little, it's not as rough, you know what I mean. Mm. I'm yeah. a big Plus, it's fan also of, not as alcoholic. It's uh, you know you're pulling back a little bit. On the I I uh, I like that a lot. A shot, with, especially if you're doing a shot with a bunch of people, you you go with a gentle shot. You, you ever say say you're getting tequila shots for everyone, and you say chilled. Mm-hmm. You ever do that? The bartender no. the bar, bartender pours the tequila into a cocktail shaker, shakes it up with ice. It makes it cold, but also dilutes it a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. That's kind of a nice thing. So I'll sort of sometimes if I'm making shots, especially beginning of the night, if I want to do like a lemon drop or a kamikaze or something, yeah. it's nice. You're having a shot, but it's diluted. It's more welcoming. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of those um, those low proof fireball cinnamons, have you guys ever been to a bar that doesn't serve liquor and they have like a house shot, like soju? Maybe no. So shoju is a cook Japanese cooking wine or something, right? Right, and a lot of times at a restaurant that doesn't have a liquor license, they'll make cocktails with soju. Yeah, and like I, I went to one, I think Brickyard Pub. So they can only sell they can only sell beer and wine then. Yeah, is like that not a liquor license? like they yeah. can only sell beer and wine, and then for whatever reason, Brickyard Pub is is the one up in the valley, and I think there's one in Hollywood where, and they were like, you can have our house shot. And it was like <laughs> when you walk in the door, you can have a house shot if you you, you can have a house shot. Because I remember being like, no alcohol yet. There's a house shot, and it's like they sort of make a fake liquor out of like wine or like hmm. lemon cello or, or like grappa or something. They sort of have these weird little cheats where you're where it's like, oh, it's only like thirty three percent. Interesting. I don't know. Well, you know, remember we went to uh, a bit weird. We went to Rustic uh, for this for the blowout episode and. We wanted fireball shots, and they didn't have it, so he made us up 
something he's like i could come up with something yeah when people ask for fireball i don't have it. this is what i make <laughs> well this is not at all close to what we wanted does it taste like um, big red also the wings uh where are the wings <laughs> hey, yeah. speaking of uh shots that are flavored like cinnamon uh any of you guys watch uh pam and tommy no, no. uh <laughs> this is a booze news type of item mm-hmm. pam orders uh, shots. She's at a club the night she meets Tommy and she wants to get shots for everybody in the house and she orders Goldschlager shots. Yeah. Uh, And I I think it was like a very 1995 thing to do. And then um, I Googled around and saw, I don't know if it was specifically Goldschlager, but that is true that she had ordered a round of shots for everybody at the club that night. So maybe it was Goldschlager. Oh, at the club. Oh, that's a lot. Oh, at the Mm, club. At the club, bottle full of bub. (laughs) Yeah, everyone at the club on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> All right. Final thoughts. What do you think? Here's my final thought. I I like the first round better. And uh, I, this is a nice addition to like the repertoire of like a kind of a, the martini. Uh, what's another like a Manhattan sort of a yeah, classier a stiffy. Drink. Stiffy. Yeah. A little stiffy. Smarty mm-hmm. gras stylies. Um, me too. I like it. You know what? Last Mardi Gras. On the very night, this was like uh, first wave COVID. Uh, Mardi Gras happened in 2021, and we had not had our shots yet or anything. So we're still pretty much staying home. Oh, wow. I remember I wanted to have some fun. So we ordered, we had just done the hurricane on the sloppy pod. Here I am. Okay. (laughs) And I, so we ordered some uh, uh, like shrimp, some uh, like Cajun from a Cajun place in LA. And uh, like Mm, Cajun scrimples. Okay. (laughs) Shrimp lover. Shrimp. Uh, it was a Glendale one. It was like Shrimp Street or something like that. And then I made <laughs> like I made hurricanes with the Pat O'Brien mix, and we watched King Creole, a terrible Elvis movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now this this is giving me more of a. Now I'm thinking um, Smarty Gras 2022. I'm having Sazeracs, and maybe I'll order more of a Etouffee. You know, what's that? Some it's a different dish, uh, but I, I'm, I think I'm going to keep it more classy. I'm not going to be throwing beads. I'm going to I'm going to have this Sazerac, and it's going to be a little more of a fancy oh, yeah. Frenchy type. You're of You're in the back room with the with the judges. Yeah, From but I love it. This drink is delicious. Meads. I I loved the cognac and I loved the rye and I think I prefer the cognac, but they're both great. I'm curious to mix them both together, like Jack Schramm said. Yep. You know, if I was uh, if I was on like a, you know, if I was a teacher or something, and there was spring break going on, and I wandered into Mardi Gras, and I saw some of my students throwing beads, catching beads. I'd be like, "What is this? You you guys shouldn't be throwing beads. You should be opening up your meads, <laughs> notebooks." <laughs> okay, hey, your uh, oh, meads. Yes. You shouldn't be drinking Sazerac. You should be going to your dorm and back to class. <laughs> You're all going to yeah. fail if you behave this way yeah, during the finals. Yeah. And they say, no, Mr. Hanford, this is Professor Hanford. This is, you know, <laughs> our spring break. It's our time to cut loose before we really buckle down and nail those finals. I said, guys, I had it, I had it all wrong. I had you all wrong. Uh, now we're connecting as humans and we understand mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Mike, you joke, but you mentioned mead and mead is a drink, is it not? Yeah, cu- well, uh, I said mead. I don't think you guys heard when I was saying you, you said from throwing beads to sipping meads, and I didn't think anyone heard that. Said, "Oh, I'm going to redo reuse it as a, a notebook joke." Sure, but here's what I want to say. <laughs> sure, they both weren't funny. <laughs> that article about yes. 
beverages that are allowed to be served at gas stations and bodegas in New York, mm. it said in it, it said uh, beer and fireball and mead. You can serve mead. <laughs> sure. So mead. My God. Mead. And me- mead is if- a honey drink, right? It's like fermented honey. Yeah, I, w- I went to like a mead orchard in uh, in NorCal. And it was it was very champagne, which is weird because I thought it was like going to be like medieval and like like yeah, like Game of Thronesy. Yeah, no, it's floral and bright and nice. Huh? What is Malort? Is that just a straight up liquor, or would that be some wormwood? Maybe liqueur. Could that fly under a the radar of some one of these laws? I think it's I think it's distilled because it's a wormwood liqueur. Not that you'd want to. Yeah, not that you'd want to. God. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where you can subscribe and you, you get the Sloppy Boys blowout. That's our weekly bonus episode, and and our monthly bonus episode, questions for Lennon. Mm, how about that? Hey, Mike, who do we got in the in the pipeline? What are we in March now? Yes, we got Lisa Gilroy. Very funny, very funny, funny character. Fuck. Yep, she's great. Very funny. Yeah. And here is track one off our first album. Listen for the Sazerac reference. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Sloppy Boys with Tom Collins. Once you hear Sazerac in the song, you got to do a shot. <laughs> That's the drinking oh, game. <laughs> you got to drink one of every cocktail that you hear. Over your lifetime. If you drink. If you don't, that's fine, too. Honor system, too, because we have no way of checking up on this. Bye, folks.
Hey kid, can you tell me what's Australian for beer? And then what's Australian for puke? Cause I just chundered here. If you know what I mean, dear God, do you know what I mean? Drunk now, 